Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it's so worth it. If you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red button, and attend a free webinar on the secret to starting your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. Hey, it's Ken Bechtel here, your host on Speaking of Partnership. You know, in today's show, we're going to talk about the difference between partnership and relationship and what's possible, what's available to you when you have the support of a true partner in your life. And I'm going to be talking about this with a couple who have actually been together for more than four decades. You are going to love what we talk about today. I'm super excited to bring you today's guests, Antonia Van Becker and Greg Lee. Antonia, Greg, welcome to the show. Thank you, Ken. So nice to be here. Really a pleasure. Thank you so much. So great to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got to meet back in February at the New Media Summit down (laughs) in Tampa. And uh, so I've gotten to know a lot about you, but let me introduce you to our audience because they may not know you. Uh, Antonia Van Becker and Greg Lee, they are actually the founders of Self Health Institute Incorporated. And their mission is to empower clients by giving them the tools to heal the energetic blocks that are holding them back. They love to help clients get past overwhelm, self-doubt, and chronic health issues so they can be powerful presence and have the success they've, they've always dreamed of. Now, this couple has actually been together since 1979. That's right, a 40-year <laughs> relationship. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, that's definitely worth celebrating. And one of the cool things is that this relationship actually imbues their healing practice with self-love, mind-body consciousness, and emotional and energetic balance and awareness. They actually are living their dreams in the wilds of West Marin, California. Antonia, Greg, thank you so much for being here. And do me a favor, would you kind of give our our audience a little glimpse into how you got started doing the work that you do now and being partners both in life and in work? Yeah, you know, it's so interesting how things go when you're connected with somebody that you love you really feel that support to go where your heart is leading you. So we were both uh, working for corporations in Silicon Valley. And, you know, we we were good at it, but it wasn't really where our heart was. And uh, from the time I was a kid, I had this just passion about health and nutrition. And then as I started doing body work when I was younger, uh, that turned into you know, kind of the nuts and bolts of how bodies and and people work and then what affects bodies. And in our corporate jobs, we started having these health challenges because when you're, when you're uh, with somebody that you love and you're trying to tune up your life, if things are not right, your body is so smart and intelligent about what's going on and what you want and what your dreams are that it will start to tell you when things aren't quite right. So we were both having those signals of stress, anxiety, turning up, you know, as symptomatic stuff health-wise. And uh, it was 
one of those things where you never know how things are going to work out or, or how when when you are open to uh, all possibilities of, uh, you know, what your dreams could really turn into. And we started uh, and throughout our relationship, we really have always tried to give each other space to grow uh, both in, you know, professionally and uh, in relationships, but also spiritually. So it was something where, you know, you never are on the same exact path as somebody else spiritually. And that uh, kind of letting each other move in directions that were not always totally parallel led us to this place where it was 25 years ago when we started uh, doing this energetic healing work. So it was like, it was just like the perfect uh, storm of events that really gave us the impetus to go for it and create this healing business. Yeah. And I, I, and I think one of the things that really helped us be able to, you know, stick together through all the times when we were doing quite different corporate jobs and we loved our music and we did music together, but you know how things like maybe one person has a job for a while and the other person doesn't. And, then how things shift around and how us having the flexibility of like, okay, you're going to take the lead right now. And maybe you'll be the main breadwinner this time. And maybe two years later, you know, I'll take the lead and do that. And that flexibility of not having to have, you know, a specific control or a specific uh, handle or power play has led us to be able to be, oh, so I'm growing in this way right now. You know, maybe I'm starting to write this book and you're learning, you know, starting to learn this healing and then I'm joining you learning this and how being flexible within how the relationship, how you can pass power and control and earning and things back and forth you know, letting it be a playful way of living has really helped us be able to move into something that we both love doing. And now we're coinciding doing the same thing together. That is fantastic. And, you know, one of the things that I loved about what you said there, Antonio, was that fluidity of being able to go back and forth. And maybe this time you're more of the earner and maybe I'm more of the earner and, and maybe you're doing this and I'm doing that and supporting each other as those different pieces come along. And I remember when I was uh, interviewing John Gray a while back, he was talking about how, you know, up until very recently, we literally had role mates. Like the man did this, the woman did that. Yes. You had your roles. And that shifted over the last generation or so. And so we really are in uncharted territory. There isn't a lot of experience and, and examples that we've seen of people where there is this fluidity. So what you just shared with us is such a great example of it could take any permutation within your, your lives of where do we do this? How do we do this so that the, the, the partnership is healthy, not mm -hmm. just yeah. us individually? Exactly. Right. And, you know, the individuals together can be so powerful, especially when you allow each other to really uh, do the things that you're best at. 
instead of trying to, you know, each do everything, which is not very efficient. <laughs> when you, you know, or overseeing or trying to be, you know, too perfectionist about the results that the other person is getting. Uh, we've really learned and we learned this by reaching out to experts and having mentors uh, really reflect back to us what were the the real kind of elemental parts of our personalities and our life as individuals that were strong, what were our mm -hmm. strengths. And they were able to focus, you know, and through some, some really deep uh, old wisdom traditions that people have been doing for years where you have a mentor who is able to give you some direction and help you really realize what you're really good at. And so we've, we've been able to really capitalize on that uh, as business partners where we have some, we have different stuff that each of us does and then we'll get together and be able to review those things and move forward uh, trusting the other person's uh, sense of sensibility of what to do and the product that they're creating. So it's, it's fun and it's powerful because people are getting two of us, not just one of us. And I think that, that again, back to that flexibility in each of us being able to let go of certain roles that we think that we should be playing or that the other person should be playing and really allowing that self-discovery to lead us into, okay, what is my superpower? You know, where am I really the best in just myself? What are my own personal strengths and weaknesses so that then we can say, okay, so I'm really good at being the pathfinder, you and know, I'm really good at being the navigator and yeah. And understanding those different roles. It's like, okay, well, we're doing them anyway, because that's who we are. But once we recognize, oh, this is who I am and it's how those two pieces, those two personality traits in different people can work together with amazing results. Whereas if you don't figure out what your superpowers or your really strong personality traits are, then sometimes that can lead to a real clash when you can't, maybe you think you're supposed to be like the leader or something. And then if you can't give that up and you don't allow anyone else to do it, who maybe that is their superpower, then that can just mess up the whole relationship personally and business-wise. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what What? What you're just kind of summarizing there is that the truth is we don't get any training in how to be partners. <laughs> right. Like nobody teaches us that. It's just, oh, you got to do this, you got to do that. You know, and in our culture, a lot of it is you got to do everything. Mm -hmm. And right. that's not partnership. That's just redundancy. Yeah. And like you said, if you're both doing it, but only one of you is good at it, well, that means one of you is not making a good use of your time and energy. Right. And the other yeah, person is missing yeah. out on getting to do the thing they really are good at. So it's well, like, yeah, well, nobody wins. And it really highlights the, yeah. it really highlights what makes it successful is what you don't do. Don't do the things you don't love to do and do the things that you love to do. Yes. 
Yeah, because I mean, if you're doing stuff you don't like to do, then the huge frustration and the anger and everything comes up and then all of a sudden everybody's grumpy with each other and it's hard to get things done when everybody's grumpy. So it's letting those powers come up and, and letting you have the roles that you love to have and you're good at is like super powerful. You know, and I, I was just reminded when, when I met the two of you in, in Tampa, um, I remember I met Greg first and we had talked a couple different times and Antonia, I think I met you like on the last day and I kind of joked, I'm like, oh, she is here. Like I haven't seen you the whole weekend. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. But what you're speaking to is exactly what we're, that was, I witnessed that, right? It wasn't like, oh, we got to be by each other the whole time and do everything together. And you were off doing your things and interacting with different people that had different interests for different passions and, and purposes for each of you. And mm -hmm. at the same time, there was that awareness. And, and, and Greg even said this to me. He said, you know, I think there's some real value in the fact that we have such distinct roles and personalities and, and things that we excel in. And we've learned how to work with those in partnership, both personally and professionally. And I'm curious because, you know, we all get off in the weeds sometimes. That's that's part of the human experience. But like for each of you, what what's kind of your favorite? I call it a guiding principle. Some people call it a quote or a mantra or a touchstone. But like, what's that thing that brings you back when you realize you're off in the weeds? Yeah, I think I think for me, what really helps because I'm one of those people who I get a vision of how I want things to be, and I can be a little bit stubborn in the results that I want. And uh, where I find myself in the weeds is when I'm looking at what other people are doing and not paying enough attention to what I'm doing. And uh, my kind of go to uh, what I've learned to uh, tell myself is, yeah, other people probably do things well, and they probably do it different than I would do it, and I think that would probably be okay, because getting the stuff done and being able to create a product of what you want to bring into the world that's part of your vision is much better than vacillating on how to make it perfect and what's going to you know, be the exact way that you wanted to do it. So that really my, my thought in just about everything now is I don't have to do it all. It doesn't have to be perfect. And I think other people know how to do stuff too. And I, I want to jump in on that, Greg. So hang on, Antonio, because I, I, yeah. I, I love what you just said. And what I want to really clarify is that when you're saying other people, that includes Antonia. It definitely includes Because oftentimes Antonia. we don't do that. It's everybody but our partner. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's one of the kind of Achilles heels of relationships because that creates a wall. If you're not including your partner as part of your, you know, conglomerate of how you're dealing with the world and how you're addressing the world, if you don't include that most important person, it's like you're cutting off your tail. You know, it's, it's like you, you want to have your partner knowing what your uh, what your guide, what, what you're saying, your real guideposts of what you're realizing, what you're learning. Mm -hmm. And then to communicate those things expands both people's vision of where you're going as a couple and individually. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, and just to add on with what Greg's point is, uh, it's that part is so important with your partner because it's always the cl- your closest person, your partner, who's also going to get all the the flack before anybody else because they're safe to maybe blow up on or maybe get frustrated at because you know that they love you. They're going to deal with you. They're going to, you know, usually take it. And so that's why that inclusion of your partner in, you know, done is better than perfect. Let's get this puppy out of here that, you know, that your partner can be with that. And you declare that to your partner because, they're the one that's gonna is right there in your face and dealing with the consequences and good and bad of everything that happens. Well, and, and helping you be responsible for what you really want. Yeah, yeah, and I I'm so excited that you said that, Antonia, because one of the things that I think is important is kind of the reverse of that, right? If you don't have that with your partner, you don't actually have a partner. Mm-hmm. That's a relationship, which is yeah. transactional. It is not partnership. It's based on instincts and one person's doing most of the work and the other person's just taking it in. So if you don't have that back and forth and that you can unload on somebody because you know you can trust and be open and safe with them, good and bad, be real with yourself. That's not partnership. And that's what we were saying earlier is we don't get training in this. And unfortunately, our culture uses relationship and partnership interchangeably, but they're not. They're very, very different. And it so takes many different more work levels. to do partnership than it does relationship. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, the skills are, are um, the foundation that you build and then how you go about just your daily uh, interactions with each other. The, the skills, if you want to have it be in a, a really effective relationship. Uh, and you, partnership. And partnership. You need to have... Uh, certain, you know, what you were saying before, these guideposts, and you have to act upon them, and you have to bring them into the conversation on a very consistent basis, because your your partner, I mean, Antonia and I, we uh, depend on each other to be able to be ourselves and to be uh, communicative with each other in a way where we allow growth and allow you know some some subjective uh, opinions <laughs> of of what's what's happening how how our experience in life is reflecting into our relationship and into our business and you have to have a person that is that person that you can really be your most vulnerable and that you can really say how you're feeling without having to edit and and to be you know a positive person all the time sometimes you feel negative nancy you know and you have at least for me i'm i'm that way sometimes sometimes i really need to express exactly how i'm feeling not the sanitized version of it and i think that's really an important part of a partnership is the ability to to really communicate at so many different levels. When you said that about the difference between relationships and partnerships, 
it's so many different levels. It's like being able to talk about spirituality, being able to talk about your body, being able to talk about your emotions. Being able to talk about what your kids are doing when they're when they're uh, doing things that you wish they didn't. Yeah. I mean, you know, your brain can just explode about how many different <laughs> levels partners, your partnership can exist at. You're right. It it's, can be so complex and beautiful and difficult and exposing. And that's the incredible part about it. It's exactly what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh. you know, I, I would, I would uh, add to that that... I was saying that, you know, relationships are transactional. Partnership is continual. Mm-hmm. It's not, we did this one interaction and now we're a partner. No, it's all the things, day and night. It's because you want to be there, because you experience that elevated life that you have as a result of having a partner. To share those things, to express those things, to just get them out of you. Whatever that is, that changes the experience of life. And you guys are... I mean, a great example. This isn't somebody who's like, oh, we just met our love of our life and we're so happy. I mean, you've got 40 years in the trenches. Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) And it's like, you know, raising kids, doing all these things. It's like, you've been there and here you are still joyously happy about partnership. And that doesn't happen in relationship because it doesn't balance. So I want to ask you guys something and and I'm just going to ask one of you to share a story. So you're going to have to decide who gets to go first. I want to find out, because you guys sound like, oh, we've got it all going on. And I know there's been a lot of work there. So I'm curious, like, what's one of those times where you kind of tripped up? Where, you you know, you're cruising along and all of a sudden you did something or said something and it literally tripped up that partnership. And then what did you learn from that that got you back on track and has been able to keep you on track? Yeah, so, I mean... Given that there's been 40 years, there's a lot more than one time where <laughs> that may have happened. But I would say that one of the hardest times, uh, and there's been some real, uh, really life-threatening, difficult, challenging times in our road together. But I would say when our kids were teenagers and they started and even even earlier I'd say and one of those levels of the partnerships especially when you're married and you have kids and you go through these different phases in life and one of those partnerships is how to parent together and I would say you know we were talking about how different we are well we're like night and day in the way that we think. And we can throw that at each other, good and bad. Um, But one of the times, and this happened over many years, is our parenting styles and how they are very, very different. We were raised really differently. And we, you know, how you're raised is usually how you raised your own kids. And so that was a huge challenge for us to when, you know, the kids went sideways or one of the kids went sideways, how do we get together to parent together for this incredibly smart kid? 
And so we really did get tripped up and had a lot of conflict about what was the best way to take care of this kid and to be parents and what style, what, how did we want to do this? I mean, it's like, you know, you said there's no book on relationships. Well, there's not a lot of, there's a lot of books on parenting. I'm not saying that, Mm -hmm. but there's no, there's no owner's manual that comes with each kid that says this kid is going to be this way, you know? So we really had to, I mean, we did counseling quite a bit, quite a bit of counseling to try and get more tools with how do we talk about this situation? How do we change where we came from as kids to be able to get together on how to respect each other as parents, how to actually not show a chink in in that partnership of parents in front of the kid so that they could get their little chisel in and, and you know, pull us apart, even though that's not what they wanted to yeah, do. Yeah. But you know, that's a tactic. And so that was one time where we, it was really hard for several years there. We went to counseling. Yeah, we had to learn new tools. Yeah. And so we, that was one time we really had to work together, even though like we were trying to scratch each other's eyes out at the same time. <laughs> we, you know, we really had to to get together on, okay, what is our parenting? How are we going to do this? What are our strategies and what do we want this outcome to be? How do we want to be as parents? What is our vision of ourselves as parents and what does that look like and feel like and what are, what are our tactics and strategies that we're going to use? Yeah, that's it's such a great example because obviously parenting, like you said, there's no owner's manual that comes with each kid. Wouldn't that be cool though? Um, <laughs> yeah, DNA sample. I, I, I want the push button version. Yeah, I think it's I think it's coming with all the DNA information they're having now. But that's that's one of those things where you had to choose partnership, even yeah. though the easier choice would have been scratching each other's eyes out and running to the corner and blaming the other person. You understood the bigger picture. You understood the bigger payoff, and you're like. This is really, really hard. We're going to do what we have to do. Even if we have to go get help, we have to go, you know, struggle through some things. That's part of that process. That's the commitment to partnership. So beautiful, beautiful example, Antonia. So I'm going to ask you this question, Greg. We're going to turn this around a little bit. What's what's a brief story about like a time that I call it a proud moment in partnership? What I mean is like, one of those times that when you think about it and you look back on it, you can't help but smile and just be like, that was so amazing. Yeah, let's think about that. I was all ready for the bad one. <laughs> <laughs> Trick, Jeff. <laughs> but this is good. I, I like I like the good stuff. Um, yeah, I, it, it's a little bit around kids also. Mm-hmm. It was just such a... a compelling uh kind of love story with our younger daughter um you 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 know your kids you you think you know your kids pretty well and uh just a time of total compassion and love with with this youngster who was finding herself and and um she uh at the towards the end of high school i remember her coming to us and and saying mom dad you know i I, I think I'm gay. And uh, 
we kind of looked at her like, yeah, well, you know, we we kind of thought maybe, you know, maybe you are. And, <laughs> and she looked at us and she said, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and uh, so it was that whole idea of, uh, and we knew between us that there's that's probably what was going on, but um, and we didn't have to talk about it a lot. But it was a it was definitely a proud moment of acceptance and love, you know, of something, someone that we cherish so much that, um, and our principles are that that would not be something that would uh, ever upset us what our child is, but it it really confirmed our. Uh, the way that we worked together, that um, that it was no question, you know, that that uh, we were going to support her in in what she was and where she was going, and it really did help our relationship. I think uh, to it just solidified a lot of things that we were doing the right stuff. Nice. That's yeah. that's awesome, and and congratulations on doing that. Because it is. I mean, it, it can challenge us in many different ways. Mm. And like you just expressed, right? It was like, it wasn't like she said, why didn't you tell me? And it's like, well, that really wasn't, <laughs> you decided that wasn't your job. All right. It was yeah. for her to own it. And when she did, you'd be there for her. And that's, again, a level of partnership of where is, and, and Greg, I think you said this earlier about, you know, what you don't do is just as important as what you do. Mm. Yeah. You could have jumped in and gone, this is going to be hard for her. We've got to help her through this. Da, da, da. And she's not even there where she's owning it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to go, no, no, we got to give her the space to step into who she is when she's ready. And beautiful, beautiful example. I, I got to tell you, we're, we've had so many cool, awesome stories right now. I, I want to keep going for the next three days, but we don't have time. Um, so we're going to we're gonna do something I call Bring It All Home. And this is where we're going to step away from stories. And I'm going to ask you to just leave some little nuggets with our, our listeners that they can take and, and, and apply instantly. And what I want to start with, and I'd like to hear from both of you on this, is like, what's that the best piece of, of partnership or relationship advice that each of you has ever received. Yeah, I think for me, um, you know, I'm I'm uh, raised in in the uh, spiritual relationship world of Hawaiian healing, and um, the Hawaiians have this great thing that's part of their Ho'oponopono uh, work in life. Mm -hmm. That is, don't go to bed with with a sour taste about the other person or yourself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, go to bed loving each other. And if you don't, when you're lying in bed, talk about it and find out, um, you know, what, it, get the get the good stuff going. Really talk and, and work it out. And we don't do that all the time. Mm -hmm. And when we don't, we don't sleep well. And we wake up and have to do the thing that we wish we had done the night before <laughs> to sleep. There's no it, getting away it from doesn't that. Go yeah. away. No, no, exactly. And now you just lost a night of sleep. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. What about you, Antonia? Well, and this is my guiding principle for myself is be here now. And that is to try and stay in the present moment and not 
you know, think about the past and, and be terrorized by the past and, or be anxious about the future. Because in long relationships, there's so much water under the bridge and there's so many things you can go back to to blame the other person about or to be angry about. But if you can just be right here, right now, that's when the juice is. That's when the good stuff is happening because most likely it's it's all good, right? I mean, there are hard times, but for most of us, we have a roof over our head. We have food in the refrigerator. We have things that we like to do. We usually have someone that we like or love to be with. So right here, right now is the best moment. And if we can stay there and not go to these other places that don't actually exist right here, right now, it really helps having a great communication and staying happier in the moment. Yeah, those are both really, really great uh, pieces of advice. And, and I got to say, one of the things that I really liked is the way you, um, Greg, the way you turned around the don't go to bed angry and made it go to bed loving each other. Yeah. Mm. Because in my opinion, in my experience, I can still be in love with my partner even when I'm angry with them. And oftentimes mm -hmm. they have to go together. Yeah. So if we get hung up on, I got to get over this anger before I can go to bed, it makes anger bad. Mm-hmm. It's true. And that's not really, we're not trying to avoid anger. We're trying to stay in love. Exactly. So exactly. Great, great flip of that to make it like, you know, you may still be mad at them, but make sure that you're still loving them too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Honoring really, really your beautiful. feelings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, this has been tremendous. And mm -hmm. obviously, like I said, we could go on for quite a while. Can you do me a favor, though? I want to make sure our listeners know how to contact you guys and learn more about what you do. Can you share that information with them? Yeah, the best uh, place to get us is on our website to go to Self Health Institute. So it's health, H-E-A-L-T-H, institute.com. And uh, we have a, a nice goodie for people so they can get to know us a little bit better. We have a, uh, a PDF download that's really cool. It's, uh, what's it called? The, the Three powerful ways to tap into your body's wisdom. Yeah, and it's a way that we can share tools that we use in our life every day. And uh, then we get to connect with people. And there's a way to actually, when you click through on that, you can make an appointment, a free appointment to uh, do a little consultation with us. A we'd, healing we'd, work. We love talking with people yeah. and being able to connect. We also have a Facebook group called Vibrant Healing Wisdom. And we share a lot of stuff in there that is, and people, everyone shares and shares different healing techniques and how to fix relationships and all sorts of stuff. Fantastic. That is incredible. And thank you for the, for the goodies there. I will make sure that on our website, on Speaking of Partnership, on your show page is going to be all those links. So anybody that was scrambling for a pen or they're walking the dog and didn't have a way to make notes, don't worry. All you got to do is go to the show page, type in Greg's name or type in Antonia's name. You'll go right to their page. And at the bottom will be all the links to their Facebook group, their website, the goodie and everything. So it'll be really, really easy for you. 
Well, oh, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this has been an absolute treat. I'm so glad we got a chance to connect and your stories, your insights, absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your experience and partnership with our listeners. Thank you so much, Ken. What a lovely interview. It was so great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Be sure you catch the bonus stories from our guests on Follow Your Yes Friday. It's easy to do. Just go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher or iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else either in person or on the web. Have a great day. And remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.